0: This is Eon Karras, and you're listening to Love, Sex, and the Hidden Agenda. This podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, to illuminate our shadow nature, and to expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. Let's dive in. Welcome, Keith Mitchell. (laughs) Aloha, namaste, buenos dias. (laughs) All the things. So good to have you here. So glad to be here.
1: So glad to be here.
0: We've been talking about doing this for a long time, and we're finally here.
1: In the mix, doing it, yeah. Putting that conscious conversation we got to record this stuff. We got to put it down in the history book in the cyberspace so people can can uh, check in, tap into what this frequency
0: looks like. I know. So Keith and I have been having so many conversations in person. And funnily enough, we're in two different countries right now. <laughs> we had to, <laughs> we could only hit the record button when we were far away from each other. But um, I'm really happy to have Keith on the show today. Uh, he is a former NFL linebacker. He is a celebrity yogi and mindfulness coach and a tantric. And him and I have had some amazing conversations about love, sex, and the hidden agenda. And uh, I really thought that we could take this time to allow other people to hear what we talk about <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe frame it in a way, because there's so many things that I want to ask you and um, share with the audience, because I feel that you have a very unique approach um, to the topic of love and sex and power and tantra and relating, and yeah, I'm just excited to to dive in. Yes. I've been taking notes as we've been talking over these months, and uh, there's been a lot of things that have kind of like popped up. Like, oh, I got to ask him that. I got to ask him that. So let's see if I can be cohesive in how we break this down because I just want to say the audience that our conversations are always quite provocative. And like I feel that it's not the type of conversation I get to have with most people. So first thank you for being open to um diving into these, to this arena with me, because I I know that you and I have this passion for kind of illuminating the subject and really finding another conscious soul to like go into these dimensions that can be maybe triggering or just uh, provocative really so let's see where we can where where we allow ourselves to go today
1: yes these these waters are where I live so this is this is how I choose to live I even not to play on the word and I know you used it in the way that you you know use it but passion I I I dismantle the word passion because this is my life uh, you know, they're in the tantric realm. How you show up sexually is how you show up in the world. This is why they all go together. How you fight is how you show up sexually. It's a it's a dynamic that connects, and so it's just allowing our minds to see. There's no there's no disconnect. They all connect, and how we can and when we implement patterns, the way we do things. This is why we have to be so mindful because we can disrupt this flow, this alignment by incorporating. Uh, uh, non-constructive patterns to our life. So we have to always be keen to that.
0: Yeah, because I remember you were saying how you show up sexually is how you show up in the world and that your sexuality informs your, your spirituality. And I wanted you to unpack that a bit more.
1: Well, what's the most powerful energy you possess? I mean, in meditation and, or mindfulness, we talk about manifestation. We talk about the words that we use. Okay, words are good, but they don't procreate. <laughs> Your sexual <laughs> organs procreate. They bring another universe to this universe and raise it as you, you know, this whole concept is not even really explained through science. Um, it's just a, a, a God-given or a higher power-given uh, nature that's, that, that we possess. And so what happens is we've only done a minimum, you know, diving into what this is. In you know, in the tantric realm, we begin to realize how we can uh, create the reality, the portal to the woman, the feminine, it goes to her, her her birth canal to this plane. She's a portal, she's a door that opens up into this world. What else is she? You know, this is why we have to be keen to to the idea that can everybody be a woman? You know, I'm sorry, I'm jumping right in, but like, so, so the thing is, it. I you know, love this it. Is, this is this is what's sacred, and we cannot let this sacredness go. We can't let this be compromised. We have to realize the difference between what sex is. Sex is a science, and without those pluses and minus, meaning those polarity poles connecting, well, you can't have that science of sex.
0: Yeah. So, so this
1: is how we start.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I love it because um, I think a lot of men don't understand the the power of women and of the womb space and of the portal. I'm wondering, like, for the men listening, like, what, what would you hope that they would understand about women? Well, we have
1: this disconnect that women have been targeted. The medical world has targeted women, uh, the, would be the... The different hormones that they put in the foods, uh, the different type of pharmaceuticals they got women taking, they're, they've been targeted for a reason because of that power that they possess. So now in the in the integrative process, men have to give the woman the game. We have to strategize the way we relate to one another, meaning in that sense, give her an understanding how to relate to you. You know, Give her an understanding of how to get you back online when you get not if, but when. You lose your mind. You lose your shit. You know, we have to begin to build functional relationships. And that needs to include her into your life space. uh, Some of the things you need to share. I I, I do have a a saying about sharing everything, complete vulnerability. But like at least about 70, 80% you got to play around with because she needs to be included into your psyche. She needs to know how you function so she can work with you instead of against you when times get challenging. You know, I, I just learned something interesting. Uh, and I'll go through this. Maybe it's the perfect time to go through this, uh, this concept called RBDSM. RDBSM. And so the R is relationships. So what kind of relationship you want to establish, right? Are you in a relationship already? And you're just having an exploration of this new idea of a person. So, And women can have this conversation. They can lead this conversation as well. So B is boundaries. What are your boundaries? What are you willing to go? What are you willing to not go? What's your limitations? And what you'll find when you set the boundaries, now you can explore to those edges and realize, okay, maybe I want to go deeper. Uh, Maybe I want to pull back. Um, D, desire. Desire is, okay, what what do we desire from this... uh outcome what are we looking to engage in where are we looking to explore with this and just basically have a conversation with that right and then in sex safe safe sex uh are we going to have i mean this is a adulting i call this adulting conversation you know are we going to uh do, do i need to have protection are we going to have no protection are you on the are you on any kind of uh uh you know birth control deal uh should i not uh Come inside of you or not? I mean, we're gonna be real here, right? And so yeah. the need. Okay, after we do this thing, what what do you need from me? Are we going to uh, be? You're gonna be my lover, my partner, or we? Do you need a hug when I see you, or we need to be best friends when I see you? What do you need from me, right? And so you have a clarity in this clarification. We get to use. Uh, we get to incorporate embark on another tool, and that's the way we converse with one another. The words we use. So now we don't yeah. have to be in that victim state. Now we don't have to be in, I wonder this, I wonder that. No, we can know this is the Aquarian age. We don't have to believe anything. We can know. And so this is how we find ways to level up this thing for knowing. And so now what does that look like? You know, how does that empower you? And now you begin to release the trauma of past. You begin to heal because now you can actually have a new experience without, you know, Okay, he has to make me feel safe. He has this perfect picture has to be incorporated before I can let go. Now you, you, you from from the square one because this is a first day conversation from square one. Now you have a level playing ground, and now that surface is complete. And that from that surface we can build, and that's what the creativity is about. That's what that plus and that minus is about. Co-creating on this plan to do what? Solve problems.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. I'm just imagining how different our relationships would be if people had that conversation before they engaged and hooked up. Because I I see with people kind of getting sexual too soon, it causes all this, this trauma, right? And then it just keeps breeding and creating more and more pain for people. And they don't, then they're coming to all these types of healing and integration work, just to clear out where this conversation, what you just kind of organized for us very well, R-B-D-S-M. Um I'd like you to talk more about the current dating scene and what you're seeing and the things that happen sort of when you don't have this or how you can get back on track or what kind of advice you might have for someone who's struggling with this, feeling like they're not getting what they want or what they need out of their relationships and how they might, I don't know, bring themselves back into balance. It's
1: just like a meditation, you know. Are you intentionally breathing or are you unconsciously <laughs> breathing? Are you are you breathing with the purpose? Are you breathing to heal? Are you to, are you breathing to explore, to process your edges, the, the experiences of life after what we've been through? Right? So put that same um uh, methodology, you know, to dating are you dating intentionally what is your purpose for being there? what are you creating in this moment right pull back the reins you control this thing we don't have to be the victim to circumstance anymore right because because how i look at the, the past and the things we went through in the past i call those mistakes because we didn't know and to judge yourself so so uh harshly on not knowing is is not going to serve your ultimate purpose it keeps you stuck in your story this is why you don't know my story but but the, no you got to know my story this happened and this happened and, you know we're so stuck in the stories that we get so stuck in the stories we never move beyond the stories so now we get an opportunity to to transcend it you know because it's energy it's an energetic experience to happen we can transform it this is why the addiction teacher or the, the person who had the, the addiction issue is addiction teacher the purpose the purpose who who went through the uh, the various illness or the various molestation begins to be the healing teacher, you know? because we are the medicine ultimately. And your story is not just your story. What you'll find is everybody's story ultimately connects the same.
0: Mm, yeah, I love that. Like the wounded healers, right? like we we come to this realizations through our own pain and suffering right and then we get to uh illuminate the way for ourselves as we work through it and then share it with others yeah and
1: the thing is that even when we even use the terminology pain and suffering i know we're trying to translate the, the words to yeah. the words we have but it, it, it's kind of it's kind of hard, hard it feels heavy right. I call it, these are happenings life is challenging life is the, the rent we pay to be here is to okay, I'm going to go through the challenges. It's like, I played professional sports, which is can throw you off by hearing me speak, I guess, because I'm not a traditional linebacker. But it's, it's the idea of playing a game such as violent as football and expecting not to get hit. Life is going to present that.
0: <laughs> I love that, it's, yeah.
1: It's going to present that. Now get over that and fall down to master falling down. Fall down to master getting up fall down to master how I get up more efficiently in time, the less, if more efficient way. How do I breathe through the process? How do I fall down to get up, to jump up? To whatever life presents to me, I can respond. That's the ultimate practice.
0: Yeah, well well said. And I can imagine that um, when you got hurt, like for those of you who don't know, Keith, he, he was hurt in a um, on the on the field playing, and you were paralyzed right for a long time. You want to share the story a little bit so people understand where this deep insight and wisdom comes from, because you've practiced this, you know this.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I I, I was playing uh, my A season in, in, in pro football. I played six years in New Orleans. I was all pro at the position. All pro means the best of the best in that high level competitive market. And um, I was in Jacksonville my last season, making a tackle. And I, 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 I have this collision, I fall on my back and I'm telling my body to get up. A uh, hundred thousand people in the stands, millions watching and my body's not responding. And I'm sitting there, I'm like telling myself, get up, get up. And in that gladiator mentality, I had pushed my levels. I had pushed the edges of life. i come from a small uh, city outside of Dallas called Garland, Texas, right? And I wanted, I felt I could be great. I felt I could go and do some remarkable things in the world. And I, I, I did, I have, and I'm still doing it. Uh, and in that moment right there, I end up with rea- reality checks. There's no there's no uh, Superman bones, even though I thought I was Superman. I look maybe like Superman, maybe you could say. But there's no Superman bones. We're human. We have the same bones we hurt. And at that moment, I'm, I had my breaking point. And then that breaking point, I was, I was flat. I was in that position in yoga, we call Shavasana. I was laying (laughs) on my back helpless. And I had never been vulnerable before in my life like that. Right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know what to do. I was like, get me out of here, because it was embarrassing. I didn't even think about the detriment I had, you know, know, happened or occurred to my body. I was just thinking like, get me the hell out of here because I don't want, I do not want to be seen like this. And so, it started my journey.
0: Wow. So, so you were laying there and then they just had to like take you off on a stretcher and you couldn't move for how long you were basically probably they told you you couldn't walk again, right?
1: Well, they didn't know what was going to happen. You know, they didn't know what was going to happen. I I wake up basically, I'm in the hospital the next day. I can't move. They're afraid to move me. I still have my, 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 most of my uniform. I have my pants and my shirt on, like, you know, and I'm in this hospital and I'm, I'm like, okay, time to move now. What, where am I? And it's like, I'm in a whole nother dream, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and again, what, what dawned on me as well is that, you know, the doctors, you know, you know, hey, uh, you supposed to have all the answers. Where's, tell me about myself. When can I play again? And I this is my mentality though. When can I play again? That's my mind. It's an interesting thought though, Right, because my mind didn't even think to the low vibration that I was in a compromised situation, or I couldn't do something. Because my mind was like, I can go beyond whatever. I was like, When can I play again? Which is so interesting, because we can use this is where it comes into what the ego looks like. Yeah, ego is a is a very interesting thing because the ego got us here. It got us to the points that we're still on the planet and we're driving as we are, right? And so what I had to do through my process and my, my journey, my 18-year journey at this point of developing that concept of that ego and to add other additional tools to that ego that ultimately takes you into your femininity. I always say that the over the overdevelopment of a masculine takes you in naturally into the feminine. When you develop the feminine, it takes you naturally to understanding more of the masculine. We're talking about developmental that we missed the opportunity with No one ever taught us this. The people who brought us into the world were not taught this. And so this is why when I go into situations where we're talking about the trauma that we've been through, we want to create a space between us so we can create uh, an opportunity to disassociate from those things. Not that we're denying it happened, but we can, when I say disassociate, now we can use those things to help others naturally. We can see those things about it that can naturally help others, we can teach it. We are the medicine, we're the first line of this medicine. And through human connectivity, we begin to express what that medicine looks like.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, yes. And how long were you down? Like, long time, no? You had to totally rehabilitate yourself and learn to walk again, no?
1: Yeah. And and the interesting thing is I had to go within because I was in that place. I wanted everyone away from me. I had a person in my, uh, I had a person come to my house who who cooked for me and I was basically isolated in my room. I didn't have at that time the relationship with my parents like I have now. Um, I didn't have a rapport with my parents like I have now. So it's like I didn't want to be seen in that vulnerable state just yet.
0: And so I had
1: everything, everyone away. So I had my own not knowing the terminology. You could call it a vipassana. You can call it for the most part a dark room meditation. You know, yeah. I didn't have books. I just had to close my eyes and go within and look at myself. And I'm like, okay, Keith, do you want to be on this planet? I, I knew before, prior, when I was playing in that 1.001% make it to that level to play in the National Football League. Right, I, I attained that, I dominated that. I'm like, okay, well, Keith, you were not happy doing that. Do you want to live like that going forward? And the answer was no. Well, if you're gonna to choose to be here, well, what does that look like? I had to have this conversation with myself and I had to tell the truth with myself. And so on the other side of that, I say, okay, this is what it looked like. I don't wanna think about perfection because I had, I had been trained to be perfect from high school, college to the pros, you know? <laughs> And, and and I had, you know, and, and I don't know if you know about pro football or sports in general, but you have so many critics, critics who never played the game, don't know anything about the game. They just got a job as a, as an editor in a paper. And they, 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 you know what I'm saying? They don't have any background with that besides yeah. criticizing people. So I had people like, I'm like, Your crucifixion, criticize me. And as you get older and older in the game, you got more criticism. So I was used to that. So I'm like, okay, perfection. Fuck that. I wanted to just be me. And whatever that evolved to uh, was, we call that an esoteric world being. I just wanted to be. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's the that's the plight I took uh, because I didn't want to kill myself. And I took that plight. And I put myself on this on this amazing journey. Uh, I, I put myself on this journey to find some amazing teachers. Masters all the different crafts. Whether it be nutrition with Dr. Sadie or Layla Africa, Francis Cress Wilson in psychology, all these types of amazing people that I discovered, and I could ground and understand it. Even like people I pulled from the, de- the from the dead, Alan Watts. I feel Alan Watts was <laughs> my dead, yeah. was my uh, my vocal teacher to learn uh-huh. how to overpronounce my my words. I listened to him so much with that British accent, got me okay. overpronouncing my words. You know, <laughs> teachers like Osho, uh, J. Christian Murdy, and I brought all that into a spindle of things to what I've created in my own life. And I yeah. come and I find all that together and I do what I do in the world. And it's been That's pretty beautiful. amazing.
0: Yes. Amazing. Well, you're just a testament to like going within and doing the work. I'm curious when you were hurt like that, um, were you married? Were you in relation?
1: No, I wasn't married. No, I wasn't married. Um, Actually, after I got out of that situation, started you know, getting my senses back and my feelings, I thought because I was raised in the Christian home, my father's a preacher and so forth. I I was raised in this way. So I was like, oh, this is God telling me, you know, maybe I need to get. Because, you know, that 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 uh, original programming, it, it, it pulls at you. You know, yep. and so, and so your mind is grounded into this programming. So it's like, okay, maybe I need to be mad. Maybe I need to, uh, you know, have kids. I've, I've done a crazy life already. Like maybe God is telling me something. You know, if you believe the story, you say the story and you believe it, We will rule you. And that's where I was at that moment. And I started, you know, going into that spindle. And, uh, and I had a son through that experience, I was engaged but I realized that that wasn't um, the plight that I wanted to take. And uh, my son is now 15, 15 years old uh, and we're building a healthy relationship. And, you know, it's just, it moved into the, uh, like, what about that yoga thing again, you know? You know but I, I I did go down that journey of like, okay, this is what I need to do. But I realized that this was this was not, and I had to make a decision. Life is about, so many decisions that we have to make and uh, we try to make the best ones we can.
0: Oh God. Yeah. And so being a pro athlete and living this, you know, outrageous life of um, mastery that you've been on, I imagine that it had a strong impact and influence on your sex life (laughs) and your choices of, relationships, because when you're living that kind of lifestyle, you get to create whatever you want, right? You're like living a, in a different realm, I think, than, than the ordinary folk. So as a creator of your lifestyle, um, what kind of relationship dynamic um, did you choose? And and what was your sort of relating trajectory? And And can you share like how you moved through that or what you've come to at this point
1: actually you know what's interesting being a virgin until i was in college as a freshman um i learned semen retention really quickly because i was i I don't know what i was listening to but something that i listened to and it talked about life force energy and i was like and there's a whole mythology about you know uh, having sex before, really more or less ejaculating before you play a game because you lose a lot of your testosterone, your your prana, your chi. Uh, and so that concept hit me. And so I learned semen retention, you know, for high to-
0: performance sports. <laughs> I <Yes>. love it.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> because I didn't want, I didn't
1: want my, my sex life to interrupt my physical performance in sports because it meant yeah. that much to me. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And 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 then what you learn in the athletic world, the sports world, I mean, women are all over the place and they just come, they fuck to you. And so from the, actually I tell, I, I, in my classes, I even talk about, you know, my first two experiences were, you know, two women, uh, you know, uh, another man was involved in one situation. It's like, it was like crazy. And I had to jump into the situation as if, you know. I knew what I was doing, I knew everything right. because I had the expectation of myself and the expectation right. <laughs> of others that I had to be the best of the best. And so that put me on that level and I'm a Leo on top of that. So it put me on that track of performance. And so that's how I saw it. It was an additional aspect of performance because again, the criticism, they're gonna go and tell their friends that like, he, was, he you can't have that kind of bad press on you. you know. So, uh, So it was like one of those things, yeah.
0: So you had to figure out how to be a good lover.
1: I had to figure it out.
0: Yes. Uh huh.
1: And I think I did okay.
0: We're going to have to interview the ladies. Next. I, I think I got good Yelp reviews, but you're
1: know, not to see.
0: You have Yelp reviews for the, your dating profiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where? So you were engaged, but you weren't married. You didn't no. go the route. And no. then um, I remember at one point there was a number of ladies that were your your, your crew. Mm-hmm.
1: But before that though, in, in New Orleans, I had a, a, a girlfriend in New Orleans and I had a girlfriend in Dallas where I was from. I was always that kind of, I don't know, maybe my mother kind of spoiled me and I, needed, I felt I needed like special attention. And so, even as I had those relationships, I had other relationships outside of those, but those were the ones that grounded me. For some reason, I had an idea of strategizing myself because I knew myself, or I was, you know, I kind of learned myself and I didn't want to have myself be the addiction to my desires. And I wanted to control that. And so, I kind of like, I'm a chess player, so I always kind of try to. Position myself, and I talk about this in my upcoming book. I try to position myself for the the primary opportunity to win, you know. And that's really to stay grounded in the intention at that time, being a sports person. Like I wanted, my sports was my main thing, and I and I wanted to uh, achieve the highest peak in sports.
0: To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com.